is the menace, Dennis Bermudez, and you're listening to the Mike Sappho podcast, man. Full house today. All Strong Island guys. I don't know if you guys are going to fist pump or fist fight. Ooh. What's up, Dennis? Hi. Listen, just before you know, you and I, I'm also a fighter, by the way. Ooh. I actually did some Muay Thai fighting in, uh, in Thailand. Muay Thai fighting? Muay Thai fighting. Yeah. Muay Thai. <laughs> I know. That's the whole joke of it. Uh, Trying to be funny. Mike's never been a fighter. No. Oh, you want to hear the true story? I do. Three years ago, I'm in Thailand on vacation. I'm in Bangkok. Go up to Chiang Mai. Going down to Phuket. I'm on, the, I'm on PP Island. It's like 3.30 in the morning. We're like partying. And there's a ring. So I think I've, I've heard about this event. Dude, this is Continue. A, it's the craziest shit. So, you know, I'm hanging out with these dudes from Australia, these jacked, ripped dudes. I think they set me up. And everyone's like, yo, you go in the ring. They pay you to fight. I'm like, dude. Duh. Dude, I've been working out. Six pack was on point. Nice. I'm like, let's roll. We go in the ring. Now, here's where they fucked me. I thought it was a 12-round fight. So I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah, listen. listen. No, no, no. So I'm like, listen, I'm going to do the rope-a-dope, get this dude tired. First round kind of smacked me around a little bit. Okay. Second round, I slipped, and he had me in the corner with like 30 uh, kicks to my stomach. That ref thought I, uh, I couldn't breathe, which wasn't true. I was just gasping. That was my, <laughs> my, that was my ploy. They stopped the fight, never gave me a rematch, uh, so I ended my amateur fighting career. So it ended in the second round. Sec- well, start of the third round when I couldn't make the, okay. the belt. <laughs> well, because what I've heard over there is okay. that... Like, everybody knows how to fight Muay Thai. Like, so, like, they'll go to, like, some white dude, like, hey, you want to fight? We'll give you drinks for the night. And you're like, yes, I do. And, like, all right, we're going to put you against this taxi driver. <laughs> and he's going to smoke cigarettes to the ring, but he's going to fuck you up. And he had a huge gut. Yeah. That was the guy who fought before me, but I fought the Australian dude. Listen, I'm there with my Hulk Hogan yeah. tank top on. <laughs> I was working out you at the time. You love Hulk Hogan. I, I, I yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't watch wrestling now. Old school Hulk Hogan guy. Yes. Yes. But one thing, so now I mentioned I know old school wrestling. I know shit about the UFC. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. So I bring Danny and Eddie with me. Okay. They were stoked. They heard you were coming on. Your name must be really heavy because Algeri tells me, yo, you want Dennis the Menace? So I hit up Eddie. Eddie's like, dude, you got to get him on. You got to get him on. Kid goes hard. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, seduced you. I said, free beer. Dude, I've never seen a person lock down an interview so quick in my life. How many beer emojis did you get, Mike? Yeah, I got like 80 beer emojis from this dude. Why? And two. And six. He got got the one emoji where you're smashing beers together and they're spilling beer. And then three eggplant (laughs) ones. You wanted me to cook for you? I didn't get the eggplant emoji. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen Cooking with the Menace, but that's a real thing. Um, but I want—I just want to start off by saying I'm a real piece of shit. Yeah, well, well I was actually going to. That was in my second yeah, follow-up yeah. question: was why are you now? Yeah. So, because I've—I've lived on Long Island. I've, you know, I've lived in New York my whole life practically. I lived on Long Island now for about seven years. As soon as I get into the city, I know nothing. I'm asking people like, you gave me the the address here. I'm like, I. Don't know. Where's that? Blo- it's two blocks of Penn Station, though. <laughs> I you can. Oh, Mike, 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 first let's talk about That's... Dennis. How long was your train ride? Because we know they serve uh, a lot of liquor and beer on the train. So, how many, how many did you uh, have before you got here? No, they don't serve anything. That's just bullshit. You got to bring your own. So, when you brought your own, BYOB, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. That, that What's that, hang on. What's that got to do with the price of milk? <laughs> but, so, I, I, one thing I was very fascinated with, besides your career, which I just looked up, Dude, you actually own a Guinness Book of World Record. And I'll tell you, when I was younger, 
like 13, 14, like, dude, I need to get one. And yeah. I, then, I, then I read it. And my, I think I was the same age when I was like, I need one. Yeah, and my yeah. athletic ability and my talents besides the fight. We'll get Thailand, you nowhere. Yeah, nowhere. I'm like, oh, I can grow the longest fingernails. I can do this. Yeah. Dude, so for real, tell me about Because I was actually really fascinated with this. <laughs> the grossest sweatpants. No, wow. All right. No, that wasn't nice. That Don't knock nice. the sweatpants. That wasn't nice. Okay, so tell me about this Guinness Book of World Record. Um, I was with a sponsor, Gamma Labs. They're a Long Island uh, company. And they sponsor, in my head, everybody. You know, you play video games, they'll sponsor you. You fucking can lift heavy weights, they'll sponsor you. You got Guinness Book of Records, they'll sponsor you, you know? (laughs) So I was doing this, um, you know, you have a sick podcast, they'll sponsor you. So if you... Get pumped up. Anyways, well, if you step your game up, maybe I will. Well, I'm here. I'm bringing <laughs> I'm my no A game. Slouch, yeah, right? bringing yeah. my A game. So they had this scavenger hunt for like you know their their top studs, you know biggest names. Um, it was in New York City. So I was paired with uh, uh, Brittany Palmer because she's a UFC ring girl, and then they sponsored two other gamers, like huge gamers that are just crushing it on YouTube and just the whole gaming. Called, um, I'm drawing blank. Anyways, uh, and then they had uh, Furious Pete, who's this like big eater, you know, like competitive eater, competitive eater yeah. slash like bodybuilder, you know, and he has already like ten Guinness Book of World Records, you know. So we did the scavenger hunt. Me and Brittany, you know, kicked ass. All right, duh. <laughs> right, am I right? <laughs> of course. And uh, so. I, Afterwards, it was like, hey, why don't you guys make an attempt at the Guinness Book of Records for the fast time to link, drink lemon juice, which Furious Pete was like, I'm going to knock that down. So if Furious Pete says he's going to give something an attempt, because he already has 10 eating records, you know, like he's in the Guinness Book of Records, like, all right, yep. Furious Pete, say no more. We're there, you know. Um, so, you know, I was like, all right, I'll fucking take a sip, spin on the guy next to me. It'll be funny. <laughs> Then they did a countdown. I was like, oh. now you're going into beast mode. Yeah, you're ready to go. I went into the competition down. mode. I was yeah, like, you know what? I'm going to fucking take a deep breath and give this thing fucking hell. Fierce you know? about to get fucked up. <laughs> well, I mean, in my, I was like, you know, let me just give it my best shot. Obviously, my best shot is against Booker Ruck. So I just started just sucking. All right. I was in there, I was getting after it. Yeah. And Mike, you want to give a sound effects for that? <laughs> that so they, they are the, the camera's mostly on Fuhrer's Pete, but it's, it's panning, mm-hmm. right? And then you just see my bowl just getting crushed. How much is this? One liter Holy of shit. lemon juice. Concentrate. And uh, yeah, so I'm like, all right, I'm done. You ever drink out of a, of a solo cup? And there's that little rim. Of course, when you do cake parties, of course. Yeah. Yep. Well, that rim was in the bowl we were drinking, and the juice that was in that little rim didn't count. So I had nailed down one liter of lemon juice in 20 seconds, mm. but it didn't count because there's still <laughs> juice. Got the <laughs> yeah, because there's still juice <laughs> in the. Like that little fucking. The little ring. The, the little ring. Wait a minute, they didn't give you the rules before you did this? They just said it had to all be completed, and I thought that was all because I had my straw in the middle of the bowl. You, you didn't do the social. I didn't have my straw in the middle of that ring. So well, you know, they hang the Guinness Book Worker guy there. He's in his jacket. He's take, he's official. Take, no, they take it serious. Very, yeah. 
very like I'm over here, jo- you know, Joking busting around. jokes, <laughs> and he's not fucking cracking. He's like just looking at me dead, like he would kill me. Like if, Dennis, like, this yeah. is not funny. Yeah, this is, this is serious. <laughs> I don't know why you laughed. Yeah, there's and, pulp on the bottom over there. <laughs> yeah, and said, you know, well, yes, you finished, but you didn't finish the whole thing, so I can't count it. And I said, fill it back up, fill it back up. So then I'm I'm talking to there's three people there from Guinness Book of Records. Okay. It's not just like one guy. Like there's a crew. Okay, there's a whole team. And um, you know I'm like, so how much time do I have for our next attempt? So like, well, we can't hang out all day. I was like, can I have an hour? Like, no. Like, oh, well, that sucks. Because <laughs> I feel like an hour yeah. will do me good. You know. So I'm like, ah. Do I go in the bathroom? Do I throw up? I'm, I'm just, I just went in the bathroom and just did whatever I could do. All right. I didn't throw up because it's acid and I didn't want to like fuck up my teeth. Um, so whatever. So it's now everybody else drops out. It's just me and Furious Pete. So he's like, you can go first because, you know, whatever. Did he do it already? He had done an elite. He didn't before? finish the first one because as soon as I said uh, I'm done. Stopped. What, is, what does Furious Pete look like? He's pretty jacked. Like He's, me, he looks like me a little bit, or I yeah. agree. Anybody right. with a nickname, Ferris. but like, <laughs> yeah. probably twice your weight. Okay, so He's from Canada. Oh, so yeah, I don't I'm pretty that. sure the dude beat cancer twice. All right, all right. So she's showing off. Okay. Yeah. So now they. He's got like up. four million YouTube subscribers. All right, let's get Furious Pete on the show and let's. <laughs> all right, so wow. we load the we load the bowl back. Well, up. I mean, you want Furious Pete and you want the lemon? I want the world record champion. Well, let's go. So, so now we got that's the whole me. bowl. Now well, we're talking about lemon juice. That's me. <laughs> so now we got the whole bowl me. filled up. Um, so it's just me and him. Everybody else is like not doing it again. Um, so I smoke it down. Um, then I'm like, did I do it? He's like, yeah, I mean, yes, you completed the bowl. I'm like, so do I have the Guinness Book of Records? He's like, I can't give you the time till Furious Pete goes. I'm like, you mother. Oh. Oh. Hang on. As soon as I finished it, I instantly threw up. I don't think it's because of the lemon juice content, but I think it's because, like, <laughs> why don't you put two liters of lemon juice in any of our stomachs and try to hold that in there? It just, it just, I just think my my stomach reached reach capacity. Yeah. So what was your time? So hold on. So Furious Pete goes, <laughs> right. right? He he gives it his hardest attempt. He quits like halfway through. He's like, not good at sucking. I'm not good at sucking. Like, I've never heard no, Mike you're, say that. You're, <laughs> <laughs> no, you lost. You're trying to make me look like a gay by saying, <laughs> you know, not that there's anything wrong with being gay. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> I've got gay friends. And so then the guy said, all right, well, Furious Beat, you failed. So you're out. So Dennis Bermudez, you had a time of, and he like held it out long. I'm like, dude, tell me. Just give me my plaque. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Tell me I'm the Guinness Book of World yeah. Record. Like, let, give me give me my plaque. Because the thing is, the whole reason why I went for the second attempt is because the plaque was there. You it's, saw it. Yeah. I wasn't letting that go out of my grip. <laughs> like, and that the fact that I could do it, you know? So I'm like, and then at 22, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you want to drink lemon juice? Come see me. Come find me. Fucking the champ. Got my fucking. Now, what, did well, they get, what did they give you? Cut when? out. No, you good. When uh, when when did you, you do this? Oh, oh god. When did you do this? Uh, it's probably about a year. And no, has anyone tried it or? 
yeah, I get people hit me up all the time. Like, I beat your record with a video. I'm like, well, get Guinness Book of World, get Guinness Book of World Records there, you loser. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is I think it costs like 10. Like, let's say like you were, you oh, have no records. No, no, I know that. I know that. To get like, people there. Like, you want, like, I want to do this. What do they charge you? 10 grand. Yeah, I think they, it's like 10 grand. You have to get, like, sponsored for them to come there. You can't just be like, hey, I'm doing a Guinness Book of World Record. Well, that guy, you said it's a serious guy, so he's not just Oh, the guy doesn't play oh, around. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, oh, I mean, if you think about it. You gotta pay guess You gotta pay three people to go to wherever you are, or to, to fly you in. You yeah, know what I mean? To like, it. plus if you break the record, you get like what a plaque, like the frame. Plaque. Yeah. God, you get a name in it. Get got like world three record. of those bitches. <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna fast forward because the one right. other thing I know about you okay. is that you were in the UFC show, The Ultimate Fighter. Correct. How do you get into that show? Just in case I'm looking to go into it right. and go and go full. How, no, really. How you, were you a fighter before that? I know yeah. you're wrestling shit. But were you in the UFC before you got in that show? And how's that whole process well, work? Well, the show is before the UFC. Okay. Um, to qualify to even get on the, stro- the show, you have to have over three professional fights. Okay. And you have to have at least three wins. Okay. So the very first time I went to a tryout, it was for the 155-pound Ultimate Fighter, which is season 12. And, um, you know, I get that. There was dudes there on like two twenty, because so like one of the moves that so they they eliminate like here's the here's the process you you come in you fill out paperwork you hop on a you fill out paperwork they look up your sure dog record to see that you have over three wins like all right now step on the scale and then they look at you and there's people who be like I could do, you know. I could definitely make 155. Like, have you ever? No. But like, <laughs> all right, you're out of here. You're at, like, you're out of here, dude. Like, you know, um, I saw these guys. I'm like, what? Like, this guy is twice the size of me. How is he? Why is he He's not going to make it? Yeah. Um, and then there is a, they have you hit like, they actually have you just roll with a random dude. Like, they bring you in groups of like 25. And you go in this room like, all right, like. Gomez and Bermudez, like what? Uh, like just roll, just and just the two of you in front of like judges. You're like, this is it's like gladiators. Like uh, all right, like, <laughs> and you're probably trying to kill each other because well, show. yeah, I'm is, choking. Is he, like is the I'm, other guy, a contestant, or he's just somebody from the. He's UFC? trying. No, he's, try, oh, he's trying. He to get in. is also trying to make the ultimate. So it's fighter. all contestants. Like hey. Safosnik, right? And, and yeah. Let's go, and you're just yeah. going out in the ring, and we're gonna roll. roll. Not even like this is these little mats. Dana White's sitting there with like four other judges, and like, all right, like good, like go to the side, and, like then you wait, and they, they say your name, you're in the next round. The next round is hitting mitts, so you're just like ah, just ripping at these mixed like your best strikes, and then like someone comes around, and says, okay, good, and you're like. Good, like I'm um, next yeah, so round. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> or, really. So, like, you go to the side, and then they call your name. Then you made it to an uh, this the second interview, which you then have to wait for everybody to go through. How many guys are we talking? Hundreds, really. Hundreds. It's it's a twelve hour day from when you go in and sign paperwork to when you leave there. It's a twelve hour day. Sounds like American Idol of UFC. Shit. Yeah. Is that all just local Northeast, or that's I mean nationwide? If you're from California, you, you want to try it for this season, you gotta fly. For my sake, it was in North Carolina. Okay. And then I had done really well. They didn't pick me for that season, and they're saying, "Hey, next time we do a 155 pound season, 
you're in. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I heard through the grapevine that they were 145. Someone told me to try out. So I'm like, hey. I reach out to them like, can I do 145? Like, all right, you don't have to do all that BS that we had you do in Charlotte. Uh-huh. You could just come for a second interviews in Las Vegas. Okay, so you fly yourself out to Las Vegas? No, they fly you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I might do this. They okay. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put you up and uh, you do they, – they do like – Make sure you're physically, physically fit to be in the UFC, like CAT scan, like MRIs, like make sure your body's not broken. Thank you. And then uh, they do an interview, like, a, you know, they like try to, there's a few guys in there try to break you down. Yeah, like, of You know, because they're looking for different characters, right? They're trying to make a show. They're trying yeah, to get some good. conflict. They're trying to get the jokester. They don't want twenty so, the same people. Because, yeah, yeah, of course not. Because if you get everybody that's going to try and win, like you shit. may get exactly that—a like boring, like very focused. Views. Yeah, yeah. You want the guy that, like, yeah, I was in rehab. You want the guy that's a jokester, the guy that just wants to bang. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, want bang, bro. want bang, bro. All right, so you're in the UFC house now. So you're stoked. You get to the, you get to the UFC house, right? I so in my head the whole so it's it's six weeks, and I looked at it almost like a wrestling tournament. Like, like I'm I'm not here to, to mess around. Like I'm I'm like so I actually got the smallest room. So there's a room of th- with three beds in it. There's a room in it with two bunk beds in it, and then there's a room with like six beds in it. So the first room I went in, I'm like, all right, this is my room. I got with two other dudes who are like religious, uh, Johnny okay. Bedford and and Dustin Pegg. Yep. You know, so I'm like, these guys are solid. Like these guys aren't going to yep. be up late. Like these guys are here for. Oh, that's a good mentality. Okay, to good win, yeah. you know. And I, I like I'm not like I don't go to church regularly, but like I was like praying with these guys, asking them questions, like really picking their brain mm-hmm. on it. And then like, but I'd hear other people like in the st- upstairs like staying up and and breaking shit, you know. Uh, so I found like the dope room, which was solid. Um, but again, I just stayed in this like mindset that I'm like I'm gonna be focused and just do all the right things for six weeks. And then you know I ended up making the finale, which you should have won. Lost. Oh, should have won. See, I, yeah. I actually don't know this. All I know is that you went. There. So you you went to the finals. Was it Diego, Diego, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Diego, Diego Brandau. Um, yeah. He was like very fierce because on the show he was. Knocking out everybody on his side of the bracket, whereas on my side of the bracket, I was finishing people, but I wasn't knocking them out where they were sleeping, you know. So it was like, oh, there's this guy who's a wrestler, and this guy who's just knocking people out cold, and he's a jiu-jitsu guy. So we met in the finals, and like, one thing I really liked is he was scary. So it like made me like really on edge and like really like ready to rock and roll. It was like a cat fight. Like we were like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I dropped him really, really bad. And I thought he was dead. I thought I killed the man. And I was just going to clean up shop, right? Okay. So I'm like hitting him like this, but it's not like he's still kind of moving. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go to the one hitter quitter. So like, like the Mortal Kombat him. finish him. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm posting on him. Just give him like kill shots. Left the arm and then in. he armbarred the arm oh. I was posting him down with, like a gene. Like he was like, like even to this day, I'm like that was so well executed. I can't like. It's probably just natural yeah, instincts for him. I'm, you put the I, arm there. At the end of the day, done. I'm mad, but like it was such pitch. And the thing is, is nobody knows this, but my arm had gotten trashed like 
three weeks out, I was I was training with a guy called um, Davidius Turris, who is a WC guy, who is a monster. He's from like I don't know. I, I just say Russia because they're all mean over there. Right. <laughs> and and like you'd be training with a guy, and like he can have you in submission, like and like. If I have you a submission and you're my training partner, like, I'm not trying to break your arm. Like, he's not stopping until he feels a tap. And, like, he already had me crushed, and he crushed my elbow really bad where my elbow was twice the size, like, three weeks out where I was going to physical therapy to get it fixed. I didn't know if it was going to take the fight. Uh-huh. It just so happened that Diego armbarred that same oh. arm. So I don't even have the, the, the same flexion in that elbow like I do with my other elbow. You know what I mean? So, like, as soon as it came, like, even, even. I was like, ah! you know. Oh, now, did that catapult your career? Because I actually don't know this. So I'm asking this as a complete, yeah, amateur fan. And that, so you're in the UFC fighter. You're in the finals. Everyone knows who you are now. That catapults your career into. Well, not all the time, because when you lose that fight, you're technically you're not guaranteed a UFC contract. The you're winner, not. the winner you're is not. guaranteed you're a not. UFC contract. You're not. Oh, really? How, however. Um, we were the first season in the Ultimate Fighter at 135 and 145. So the UFC didn't have a very big roster in those two weight classes. So they almost signed everybody. So, that's you, think, so you get signed right after that? If you win, yes, guaranteed. Okay. If you, But, I mean, they usually sign the top four guys and let them take a shot. So I have a shot. Like you're, you do. Okay. Now, one other question, and then I'll let the UFC like real okay. experts know. What is your welcome to the UFC moment? Was there a moment, whether it be your first fight, your first win, was there a moment, maybe you're getting the shit kicked out of you, like, holy shit, I'm in the UFC, there's fans here, there's, was there a moment, like, I made it? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I've never got the shit kicked out of me, mm-hmm. like, all, all, my, all my losses in the UFC were winnable, at least in my eyes, I like to think that. I've never been, like, held down, just beat, like... Like when you watch uh, Khabib hold someone down against their will and just mm. beat them up, and like the guy after he's lost, whether it's a TKO or not, like just is like, yeah, we're on we're on two different, you know, wave. That's never happened okay. to me yet, and I don't think it will um, until I decide to retire. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, if that does happen to me, like, wow, this guy is just. Is he a different class than me? Completely yeah. amazing. I mean, if there's a thought in changing weight classes, maybe, but I think that would be a, a retiring kind of move for me. I mean, my, I mean, not, Michael Johnson is a complete animal at 155. He knocked out uh, Dustin Poirier, and then I was cruising with him. I was down in Florida training, and he was like, dude, I'd never felt a human being. Like, I'm not like a slouch, like... I've never been held down and just couldn't do anything. Like manhandled. Man in my life. Well, that's two notable wins of yours. I mean, you got Max Holloway, who's the current champion. Yeah. You, you beat him, and Quay Guida, who's an all, like, the guy to beat him, I mean, he's a cardio fucking maniac. For sure. But I've seen your fights, and you're also nonstop. Like, I mean, I've never seen you tired. So usually it's like opposing wills. You never, like, really take any parts of the fight off. It's always 100, 110 miles an hour. That's what's impressive about it. That's why when I heard you're coming on, I was like, yeah, this dude's for real. Obviously, the training camp you come out of has a bunch of killers in it. I mean, you, you train with some – I mean, how many, how many guys on UFC at uh, your camp? Well, t- this morning, like when I plan my day, you're like, 
can you come on the podcast? I'm like, yes. I'll train at 11. We'll be done at like 12.30ish. I'll go home, shower, get dressed, catch a ride into the train. Uh, but this morning we had um, Gregor Gillespie, who's completely – he's undefeated. Jared Gordon just had his first loss, but is a complete assassin. Um, Ryan the Flair, um, who's got a fight coming up uh, in Atlantic City. Um, Chris Wade, who is going to have a he's going to he's the UFC didn't resign him after his last win, which is yes. I don't, I'm not really. Weird. I mean, I get it; it's a business, so you have to move the meter, you know. Um, but he is the all-American. Like when you when I go to CVS, I see picture frames of like somebody. I'm like, oh, is that Chris? Like, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, so now he just is working on getting into the PFL, which has that one million dollar uh, prize, the, the tournament. Prize, tournament yeah, prize. on top of your, you know, if you win, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. sure he'll get re-signed eventually. I mean, if he wanted to go back, I would imagine. I mean, he didn't want to leave. Ooh, no, I they, know, but I'm saying obviously business. Well, I don't know why. They yeah, do. I, I don't mean, know why they do a lot of things. You see a lot of guys get released that you're like, why yeah, this yeah. If he wins the PFL, I think that makes him definitely in, in contention. Like, hey, come on. I mean, but if he's making that kind of money in the PFL, like, well, I'll just stay here. You know, what is it with Long Island and all these UFC fighters? There's a there's a huge yeah. shitload. What is it? I go right from the fist pumping from the club right to the fucking ring. That's what it seems like. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, I'm originally from upstate New York. Yeah, I can tell you're you're a straight edge uh, guy. You're a good dude. I try. No, the, I get, so, I'm Island. not a Long Island guy. Okay, where, where are you from? I'll stand out. Even bigger douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what is it that makes? Because there are a lot of Long Island names that are out there. I just, I think the the, the reason why I wanted to move to Long Island was. You know, I was, I was, you know, I'm from upstate New York. I had a lot of my, both my parents are from like Huntington area, you know, so we would come back and visit relatives and stuff like that. And I'd come here, I'd see the fast cars, like the pretty girls. I'm like, I want to live here one day. Where? You know? Stop. <laughs> and then, really? And then, and then you talk to them and you're like, man, they really suck. <laughs> well, I'm a young kid. I just, well, I was going to talk to them, you know? So I just, I just. I saw plastic surgery and nice dresses and just, you know, like, yeah. There's a place to be. Yeah, yeah. So uh, after college, I, was, I moved in with my mother. Um, she lived in Millersburg, Pennsylvania, which is like Amish country, Pennsylvania. Uh, no pretty girls in plastic surgery there. There's no, no. electricity, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll throw you a quick. So I ended up dropping out of college. You went there for wrestling, right? In Pennsylvania, yes. right? Yeah, in Bloomsburg. Okay. I ended up dropping out of college because a girl told me she was having my kid. Oh, so I raised the kid for two years. It turns out it wasn't mine. No. Oh, God. Man. Yeah. So I so then I got into fighting. Because of that because situation? You, because you wanted to kick the shit out of her and you couldn't. So you had to go to something. Right, right. Um, and Holy shit, that's intense. Yeah. So was, your, guy, was your original goal to be a UFC fighter, or did you have another plan somewhere? Before Dude, I mean, after after that whole scenario went down, I would get drunk with a couple of my friends, and like with my wrestling background, I'd wrestled for fucking twelve years. I would watch like Donald Cerrone, some of these guys. Like, I'll fuck him up. Like, I, you know, I'd be, I'd be like six pack deep. Like, <laughs> shit, these guys. Let like, me I'll, tweet him. Tell him I'm gonna fuck him up on, right I now. Double like him. I'm def. I'll definitely take him down. You know, I, I see the openings, and I, I would sit there, and I, 
I truly believe this. Mm-hmm. So then, um, be, while I while I had the kid, you know, a lot of people are like, yo, why don't you get in this MMA scene? Like, Wait, did ah. you name him Dennis? <laughs> His name was uh, Dawson. All right. Yeah. After after the father. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, hang on, when, on the confrontation, I asked you, like, well, then who is the father? She's like, he died last September. I'm like, you should go to Moy Povich and do this. Hang <laughs> what? Hang on. A lot of people told me that, and I was like, ah, I just can't go on that certificate and be wrong. Oh. No. I couldn't do it, you know? Because, like, when I told, like, my father and my coach, because I was still wrestling at the okay. time, like, it's not yours. And they, in their heads, they did the math, but she threw out there, like, it could be two weeks before or two weeks after. I'm like, what? So I think it's a month difference. Dennis, you're a wrestler. You're not a fucking mathematician. So right. you're not, yeah, I know. I feel right. you, brother. Uh, oh my God, that's tough. Yeah. Um, then you're like, wow, how many fucking guys was this girl banging yeah. while she was with me? <laughs> hang on. She wasn't my lady. She oh, came. Hang on. God. She was driving my town. I knew her for a long time. Like, come on in. Oh. You give me your number? In your name? <laughs> I knew I, I knew the girl since I was in like third grade. Oh, oh all right. Dennis, yeah. come on, man. She's not bad. You're like, yeah, hey, I got to go to a mauling gig over here. I'm like, oh, come on. Come on. Stop on over. I'll take uh, you out for a couple of drinks. I, hang on. The thing is, I was in season. I couldn't drink. I just took her out and got her drunk. <laughs> 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 then she had some other dude's kid. I know. This exceeded my question. I did some show prep for this. This exceeded all that shit. Wow. Dude, I told you. I don't think this is online. I was bringing yeah, heat. This, so I, I told you I was bringing heat. This is not on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, Dennis, I was yeah. going to say, the internet didn't tell me this. <laughs> all right. So now, like Danny said, so now you're, you're watching amateur. You're six deep. You're funneling. Like, dude, I can fuck this dude up. I'm not watching. I'm watching the UFC. I'm watching the top guys. Okay. I'm like, I'll fucking definitely take them down and beat them up. All right. And uh, so, with that being said, so when UFC, the MMA got the scene got big, um, a lot of people were like, "You should get into it." Just because my build and they knew I was an aggressive wrestler, you should get into this. I'm like, "Yeah, I would," but I just I don't have the time because I was raising a kid and working two jobs to try and support that. And then when there was no kid and no need to work two jobs to support that, in my head there was this opening like, well, I talk this shit. Even though nobody was like, well, you have time now. In my, to myself, I was like, I do have time now. I talk this shit. I should back it up, which is – maybe that's crazy. I don't, I don't know. Um, so then I went into – do you guys remember Steve Blackman? Of course. Well, I know from oh, WWF. Right. Of course I know Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman, yeah. the lethal weapon, had yeah, his own gym in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is about 45 minutes away. Okay. And I had heard about it. And it was like the best gym around. So I walked in there. I went up to Steve. I said, who's your best guy here? And they point in the back room like, all right, I want to roll with him. Really? <laughs> That's how it went. That's a ballsy move. Well, the thing is, is, is – my I, I it's my conception, I think everybody else's conception, when you walk into an MMA gym is like you might get beat up. So I was like let me go in there and just throw right? I think that's where a lot a lot of people are intimidated to walk into an MMA gym. Am I am I am I Well I've never been in one. I got I, I know, went yeah. to a fight in Thailand and got my the ass kicked, the shit kicked out of me, man. So I haven't been in a UFC gym. I'm gonna go. I just think when a lot of you were you were a college wrestler. Were you a B- BJJ guy also, or were you? No, I could you- only wrestle. Well, the thing is, is one of my buddies who then made it to the UFC after me, Joey Gambino, was the guy 
who had gotten me into MMA because he, he is my younger brother's best friend growing up. Like, I used to beat him up on my trampoline all the time. And uh, he's like, hey, man, he, he was already like two fights deep in his amateur career. He's like, come down to the room because I was visiting my father and, and, and let's work some wrestling. So, all right. You know how it is, like, doing a little wrestling, like, all right, like, let's try this other stuff. Like, you know. And I choked him out, like, like three or four times with, with just wrestling. And then uh, his trainer was like, how old are you? I'm like, 22. He's like, dude, you have got to get in this. What are you, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want people to punch me in the face. Like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a human being. Like, you know, like, <laughs> and it's a brutal sport. Yeah. Like, um, like dude, you got to get in it. And my neighbor, who I've just known my whole life, uh, was training him as well. He's like, dude, I got a fight lined up for you in July. And it was like a month away. He's like, you should do it. I'm like, what? I trained what, strictly BJJ Hang or on. No, striking? No, a fight. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, what's I'm, BJJ? I, I actually really don't know. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay, okay, okay. Up with the gi and all that nonsense. Okay. Um, no, in Virginia, where amateur is pro rules. Come like, dude, you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, you dude. believe everything. This is your kid. You can kick the shit out of this yeah, guy. I'll do yeah, anything yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you'll crush. And I'm like, I don't know. And I was at, we were having pizza with my brother and his wife. And they both looked at me like, Denisic, yes. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Three people against now you're one. In. So I'm like, all right. You know? Uh, and I went out there and like TKO'd the guy. Or I like knocked the guy out in like a minute 15. Probably because I was scared. <laughs> Dude, that's nuts. You've yeah. never done any striking, nothing like that? Well, well, after he was like, so I, I was signed up for my fight, but I had only trained once. So I had a month to prepare. So I went back, and that's I had to step into Steve Blackman's room and, like, all right, like, who's your best guy? Like, I'm ready to roll. Like, like I've already got a fight lined up. Fun. I don't know how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can wrestle. Hang on, I can wrestle like a motherfucker, but I do not. How to, I don't want like like they hey, were you showing somebody me, down. It just doesn't do. Hang on, they were showing me one, two, and threes. Like how to correctly throw a jab across. I'm like, what's one, two, three? Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. So you went in there completely blue, and you fucking and you were ready to go. Yeah. So wh- how? F- when was that? That was ju- July of 2009. And you're in UFC. In 11? In two years, you, you make that jump? I fought nine times that year. Wow. All well, down, all I down was, there in Pennsylvania, Virginia? Yes. So I did all my fights in Virginia because those amateur rules are pro rules. And I was like, I want the real thing. Like, I want to. Because have you ever gone to an amateur fight in, like, New Jersey? A uh, real fight or wrestling? No. Uh, I guess a real fight, I guess. No. I they saw wear, a fight once down they the shore. They wear shin pads. As soon as you take the guy down, you can only punch him in the yeah, body. It's really I'm like, fucking what the fuck? Sort of fuck? sucks. <laughs> yeah, I got. I watched my one buddy who wrestled me in college. Like, just <laughs> he took this dude down and was just he was grounding pounding the student in the chest. I was like, dude, I'd never seen that. Like, like you know when like you watch the brutal like MMA like. Like the dude's got a mouth and just punches his face in. My buddy did that to this kid's chest. <laughs> they're not allowed to hit in the face when they're on the ground. Right. right. So he just he just ground pound this kid's chest. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I was in my seat just having a giggle. Oh my! So you're down there. You do the, 
the nine fights two years later you're doing the ufc stuff well so so i did not so i did i was i was uh six and no okay and then i get this i'm working at ups like the the early sh- the preload so mm-hmm. i'm i'm there at three or four a.m till eight a.m and uh so this the my work schedule at the time would be i would go to ups i'd work then I'd meet up with Steve Blackman. We would go lift That's weights. Cool shit. Okay. He paid for my gym membership. Like he's my guy. He knew he saw something in you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because my my after my fourth fight, my fifth fight, I'm like Steve. He was having his own show in Harrisburg. I'm like Steve, let me on this show. He's like, no. I'm like, dude, I can win. I know I can. Like I'm beating up your two pros you have here. Like not beating them up, but it's close. It's mm-hmm. competitive, you know. No. I'm like Steve, come and like every day, I just bugged him. Bugged him. All right, like go to the commission, see if they'll let you on. So I filled out a petition for the for the commission. They denied it. I just kept pushing, kept pushing. I went in there, met with the guy. Turns out he wrestled for Edinburgh, which is in the EWL of the the conference that I wrestled in college. And I was like, dude, like he wanted me because the thing is, I was going in, there, I was finishing everybody, and he was like, well. You're not going against good enough competition. Like, mm-hmm. How can I, you know? And, like, the guy was like, all right, fine. So I go in there against this guy who already has, like, two or three pro fights. And he's, like, I remember, like, we're, he's punching me in the face. I'm punching him in the face. I'm like, and then he put me, I, I shot. He rejected it, which is the first shot in MMA I ever had to get rejected. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Then I shot again. He rejected it again. Oh. Then he had me in an over-under against the cage. And I was like, this is going to be a long night. night. So then we're, I, we get off the cage. I'm working. And I just hit him with this just money stiff jab. And I just felt his body lock up. And I went, yup, let's pour it on. So I just fucking, I just kept hitting him until he fell down pretty much. You know? No, and I'm, I look at Steve like, yeah, I told you. I told you, Steve. <laughs> Now, now you're fighting regular fights now, UFC, heavy name. I'm going to ask you stuff now. You're in a fight, obviously a real one, pay-per-view, whatever it's on. First round, you're getting fucked up a little bit. Is it ever in your mindset to like, all right, let me just survive this round. I'm going to take the L in this yeah. round. Is it? So you yeah. don't give up a round. Because like you see, I, I'll watch you, so I watch YouTube videos of it. I actually don't like watching people get fucked yeah. up. I don't like it. But I'll watch a guy like a minute into the round. He's getting fucked up, and he'll just hold on. So in your mind, like, all right, let me survive this round. I know what he's doing now. I got him next round. That goes through your mind. Like, yeah, you'll, you'll 1 take million L- Really? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys watched my fight to get into the house for my season. I was the, fighting the Jimmy Rivera. The elimination fight. The, the one-time fight to get in, right? Yes. Yeah, I see, I see I'm Jimmy. fighting Jimmy Rivera, who is now the number five-ranked Bantamweight. Okay. Now, the thing is, is there were two guys from uh, Tiger Showman that were entering our season. One of them was a a 125-pounder. One was with the 135-pounder. But it was 135, 145. So each of them bumped up one for the show. It, unfortunately, Jimmy was up 145, and we got matched together. We both looked like bodybuilders in there, and he beat the shit. I mean, he didn't beat the shit out of me, but, like, he won the round. He, he definitely won the, round. won the first round. Like, took me down twice, like, was beating me, right? I go back to my corner, and I'm working. Like, So you have corners of people that you might be on their team. They don't know you from fucking Adam and Eve, so they're, they're giving me... Like, all right, here's what you need to do. I go, 
shut up. They're like, what? Like, and I looked at them both in the eyes and I got this. And they're like, all right, whatever. Like, you don't know somebody, right? They tell you, like, shut up. I got this. Yeah. Like, all right, go fuck yourself, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, go like, get him, kid. Whatever the fuck all right, you want to do. All right, good luck. You yep. know, like, I don't, like, I'm not picking you, right? I looked them both in the eyes. I got this. I go out. Because my mindset was, like, he was hitting me and I wasn't doing anything back. I'm like, well, I'm getting hit anyways. I might as well throw back. So we're in there. He hit me. I hit him with one, two, three. I drop him with a three. He goes down. I take his back and I just pin him out. And I just just ground pound from behind and take him out. And uh, I didn't know who he was. Like he was like from the forums that I heard, he was supposed to win the whole show. And then you know I go back, whatever. So then I was the first pick for Mayhem because – my manager now, who is the guy that said, shut up, I got this, was just like, I saw something in the kid in that moment that, like, you can't put a price on. His confidence, like, his bravado. Yeah, yeah like, you, 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 you can't, like, you just got your ass kicked, but you tell someone who's trying to give you advice, I got this. shut up, I got this. And I went out, and I... Got this. <laughs> High five. I'm <laughs> <laughs> very nice. I like very your fight. Nice. I like how you fight. <laughs> hey, question now, because you started. I'm asking very amateur. They're going to ask questions about who you're fighting and these guys, and they're going to name people I don't know. But I want to go at it from a more like a perspective, listener aspect of it. Fighting now, it's kind of like, okay, when you did it, UFC was kind of new. You went to Blackman's gym. Now you have 9, 10, 11-year-olds. Fighting in gyms, training, oh, jujitsu, fighting. Yeah. Do you see a different impact? Obviously, you're not fighting 15 year old kids. Well, you might. When I'll you leave kick their ass. Yeah, you'll f them. I will kick their ass. But let me ask this, Dennis. I got this. Do you see? <laughs> that was a good call. Back. That was good. Do you see like watching fights? Like, okay, that guy's more of a street fighter. This guy is more of a whatever. And this guy's more of a technical. I grew up in the business kind of fighting. Do you notice that? And is it good or bad for the business? It's. A, I mean, I think. So when you watch wrestling, at a young age, there's a lot of kids getting pinned. As they get older, more you know, less kids are getting pinned. When you get to college, there's nobody getting pinned, really. I mean, really, okay. you know, unless it's you know he's that much more of a freak. I think you might start seeing that more in MMA. I think. Okay. Is that because before wrestling, did start you off like five years old. Now it's starting everybody at MMA. You're taking like three different. You know, right, right. You're taking boxing, jujitsu, wrestling. I mean, they will have. Be, before, before they get to the big scene, they will already have taken their licks yeah. where they got finished and right, right. hurt bad. Um, I mean, because when we first, like, when I first saw it, it was like, this guy only does jujitsu. This guy's only a wrestler. Fight. It's like the original ones when you used to watch them, you know, like, uh, underground, yeah. the underground ones where it's that's, literally that's what the, the, the 300 pound beast against. Uh, yeah, this guy's only yeah, 20. Yeah, this guy's only 125 pounds. This yep. guy's 350. Like, what's going to happen? Like, yes. I've got a bunch of question marks going through my head. I want to see. In my head, I got the 350, but the little guy knows jujitsu and he went like. But now. Every, everyone who comes in the UFC now is much more well rounded. Yeah. You don't see too many of yeah, the guy yeah. who's just going to do the, the wrestling because that wrestler is going to get knocked out in the UFC now. You need to have, be good in like a little old different aspects, exactly. right? Yes. Yeah. You need to be well, well-rounded. So now – so the thing is like when I was in college, I wrestled Division One, and, and getting ready for wrestling, it was like wrestle, mm-hmm. drill, get strong as fuck. Now that I'm in MMA, it's like, all right, like 
One session can be to like stretching or yoga. One session is like in an ice bath doing recovery, massages, focus mitts, sparring, drilling, striking, wrestling, wrestling live, drilling, jujitsu, jujitsu live. It's a lifestyle. So there's so many things. That you either try and put into a week that you want to get accomplished, that's just like, it can be very, very, like, you'll see a lot of fighters, like, when you talk about overtraining, it's very easy to do in this aspect because there's so many things you want to get done versus, you know, boxing or MMA or, or, or wrestling, you know what I mean? So now bring us up to date now because I want to hear more about your fighting now because you just fought, what, like a month ago, I guess? Yeah. So you're fighting now, obviously, still active. What's the game like now? What's your next step going forward? Um, I mean, unfortunately, I'm down three losses. Yeah, three in, three in a row. Yeah. Okay. Which is, I'm like, this is. But they're all pretty. They're all decisions, right? Korean zombie caught me. He got me. But he's not a slouch. He's not a slouch. Yeah. Uh, but then I lost a deci- a split decision to Darren Elkins, and I lost a split decision to Andre Feely. Who, who's your last fight? Because I heard it was Andre like, Feely. Andre Feely. I heard that was a very like you should have. It was. You should have got the. You should have got the call. Hang on. on. So, you know, I talked to my buddies that they call a spade a spade, and that's why they're my buddies. If they were like, "Oh, Dennis, you're great," I'm like, "Get the fuck away from me," because I don't, you know. Um. So, the first judge said, first and second round, Andre Feely, third round, me. All right. Second judge calls all three rounds, me. The third judge calls the first and third round Andre Feely, the second round me. Me being in the fight, if I'm to give him any round, it would be the second round. I beat the bricks off that boy in the third round. I just, I just, my mind is blown how they can give him the third round for the win. Even him, like in the decision, like, and the winner, because it went split, you know, 20, what, 28, 29, Andre Feely, 30, 27, Dennis Bermudez. And he was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you thought you won. Like, you're like, yeah, oh, I, I this, beat I him fight. up. So you weren't expecting anything. Then the second round, like 20, you know, was it 28, 29? And he was like, what? Oh. And I was just like, fuck. You gotta be shitting me. In my head, I mean, this may be crazy. I just because American fans can be kind of shitty. They can't. Any Brazilian against anybody, it's, it doesn't matter if you like that guy or not. Yeah, you're, you're going for the you're Brazilian. For oh, yeah. there's, yeah, such, there's such pride in other countries. Such versus pride. ours. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I was fight. I fought on the McGregor. Um, who was the card? Uh, Versus who's the guy? Look, Chad Mendes. Okay. They were booing Chad Mendes in Las Vegas. And Lovin McGregor. Well, they were probably half the entire stadium were all Irish. I mean, okay, okay. Hang those, on, those irrelevant, fans, irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant. I was just like, holy shit! Really? We don't really. Hang on. You're gonna tell me there wasn't like twenty, like. A thousand people like, yeah, I'm a, I fucking, I'm Irish. 
McGregor. <laughs> like, I've seen that, you know, like, and uh, I was like, man, maybe I'll get more bang for my buck saying, like, go with that Puerto Rico card. Because there's more Puerto Ricans in America. Calm down. Calm down, George. <laughs> there's more Puerto Ricans in America than there are in Puerto Rico. And listen, we have to have real talk. Like, Miguel Cotto fights. When Miguel Cotto fights, like, listen, he... he yeah. George is here, dude. He, his life shuts down. When, when people on. fight from these countries, they go crazy for any, anything like that. Yeah, so the thing was is I was like, like when Cotto fights, when um, – why am I – Trinidad. Like Trinidad, like when people talk about boxing, like that's my guy. Yeah, he, oh, hang on. I watched – I only watched like two of his fights because I was young. But like the fact that he had the Puerto Rican flag and I'm like, I'm Puerto Rican. Like that's my guy. Yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> so – so fighting out of way of New York, mm-hmm. but I would come out with the, fl- the Puerto Rican flag on my like tail. It takes in my head. Is there any chance that the, that the fight makers are like mm, close fight USA? Wow! Hang on, I just had this thought last week because it doesn't make sense to me. So now you lose three in a row. Where are you going now? Do you fight again? Do they offer you? Do you have a contract? I actually- well, the thing, like, whenever I fight, I mean, I'm not going to toot my own horn. Like, I throw down. Yeah, you're expecting. Yeah, you're no, not going there. I, like, like, you know I, it's pushover. Yeah. yeah nobody's, I, nobody's sitting there the day after, like, wow, that fight sucked. Yeah. Like, when I, when I go out there to fight, like, my mentality going out is, like, if I die tonight, all right. Wow. Okay. Ser- like, That's seriously. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. Because, like, <clears throat> if you're not afraid to die... Against another man, and he has to try to kill you. What's a punch? Because you see a lot of guys, especially the amateur, like a punch comes like they're moving weird, and you're like, uh, uh, you're being, you know. But like, go ahead, hit me with your hardest punch. I don't care. I'm gonna eat it and and just murder you. Now you mentioned like the USA and different countries. I went on your Instagram as I was walking here. I live a few blocks away. And you, were you in the Middle East and in Asia? Were you there fighting or were you there for something else? I was else? there for the troops. Really? Okay. I'm training you. you, you I was in you, Kuwait and I was in Iraq. <laughs> really? Yeah. How did you get involved in that? Being handsome has it? No. <laughs> um, it does. It, oh, I'm sorry. I you <laughs> no, I mean um, th- this company called uh, Pro Sports MVP reached out to my manager and then he asked me if I'm if I was interested. I said, uh, you know, like they're paying, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, at the end of the day, it was it was, it was very. The first time I did a, a tour with them, we went to Italy and we went to Spain, and I was like, this is like a vacation. Like this is like we had like the dopest dinners and like you know like the the, the sickest wines every night. Then they go to Iraq and you're like, what the? Then f- well, the <laughs> thing is, on my way there, they're like, Whoa, it's not gonna be the same. Like, all right. So I like did a little research. Like, you can't drink in Iraq. You can't drink in Kuwait. Turn around. Yeah. Uh, well, no. I was like, you know what? I'm still in. You know. Um, you went with Diego Sanchez, right? I did. Character. That guy's an. In- I mean, Character. I, obviously, we don't know him, but he is. Oh, I love him. Hang on. Oof. He moved up like seven bars in my book. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Hang on. So you know, on these trips, your your sleep gets just totally discombobulated you know you're it's an eight hour difference you know so we're just we're trying to catch up on sleep the whole time and uh so we're sleeping during the day we're sleeping you know we're sleeping at night one night and i i could see like i hear from diego's bed some moving i'm like what the fuck mm, boy and then i i hear like 
something from the top bunk. I'm like, what? He's on the bottom bunk. What's going on here? I'm like, I can't make out what's going on in my head. I'm like, is he stretching? It's five o'clock in the no. It's like I don't know three o'clock in the morning. Like, is he stretching? I'm like, all right, let me just roll over, go to bed, whatever. Next day, I'm like, I talked to uh, Tom Lawler, who was on a trip with us. I'm like, was Diego stretching last night? Like you were in the you were in the room too. Like oh, I don't know, I was really out. Like all right. That hey Diego, were you, you were you were you stretching on the top bunk last night? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Diego, it was three o'clock in the morning, and I heard like I know you were sleeping. I heard a little bit of rustling, like you were kind of waking up. What makes you like when I kind of am waking up? It's not like you know what? Let me just throw my leg over my head <laughs> and stretch. Let me stretch out this knot real quick before I get up. To yeah, this. I was like. I mean, and that by the end of the trip, like anything weird he did or anything you thought he did wasn't questionable. So like, completely different mindset with him now. Hang on, hang on. He's got me. Like we were in the airport, <laughs> hanging out. He got out of his little like band and was like he had his knee by his face over his head. Like little children looking at him, like what the <laughs> fuck. So, but he's in his own. He doesn't care about anybody else. He's in his own world. He's in his yeah, own. Definitely. But I mean, I, wait. So are you there? Are you fighting there? Are you put on shows. For we people? were doing doing clinics. Yeah, we were doing clinics for the troops, and just and they kinda, love it. They're all fucking alpha yeah, males. Like yeah, yeah, they're all yeah, yeah. They're they're a big fan of sports. They're first to come there and and sign some autographs, and, and they and, knew who you were, obviously. Well, so and like so, we do a clinic, and then we roll with them. You know, roll around. So that's a big. That's a you big guys, what part of Iraq did you guys go to? We went, so we went to, we went into, where did we go? In Iraq, we went to Al-Assad, and then we went to... You, were you there, Ed? I was in Nazarene. Jihad. All right, let's, no, let's your, talk about yeah, your urination. Right. Dennis just had to urinate. How was that? Uh, how was, yeah. How was the pissing? You ever have to go to the bathroom so bad that you have to pee kind of like you have a boner? Like you have to bend over a little bit? Like your, your stomach the is stream, so... The stream's going to be so intense. Yeah. Like the morning piss. Yes. Like an sh- intense stream. Ugh. As a professional now, I'm going to try to swing that somehow back to UFC. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Okay. During the fight, because you're drinking, you're hydrating yourself. Ever have to piss during the fight? No, but... How, hang, you, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to cut one. you off. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off. We um, have a lot of piss questions. So he goes with the piss cut. Co- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one-up you. Okay. I'm... I'm pretty sure I shit myself in a fight one. Come on. Yeah. I've okay. seen that. Oh, come on. Go it might have been me. Do it all the time. <laughs> well, this amount of one shit. Of them was a, one of them was a woman. I don't remember who it was. But there are definitely fighters. That was recently. That was recently. Yeah. In the UFC. Sorry. Where oh. the fighters shit themselves. Yeah. So, so oh, so off of. Let's go full sophomore yeah, now. Yeah, let's yeah, get go. in there. Let's get in there. Um, so off of the Ultimate Fighter tryout that I was talking about in North Carolina, right? yeah. I'm, this is how awesome I am. I was doing that tryout the very next day. I had weigh-ins for a fight in Atlantic City. Okay. So after I had done all the physical stuff for the Ultimate Fighter tryout, I was like, man, I checked a hop on the scale. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I'm 12 pounds over. Oh, my God. Okay. So before my interview, because I had like, I don't know, like six hours I was like on the treadmill with a sauna suit on, mm-hmm. like just crushing it. Went bang on my my interview. Then my buddy drove through the night to Lang City. We roll in, check in. 
I go to sleep, get up, cut weight, make weight, fight after that. So the thing is, <laughs> when you cut that much weight that quick without the right hydration uh, like regimen. Yeah, because okay. yeah, the thing is, is, is then I was winging it. I, I didn't know anything. I, don't, I didn't have a nutritionist. I didn't have like professionals with me. I was just like, yeah, I wrestled for fucking, you know. Ten years, like I got this, <laughs> and uh, I know how to make weight. This is on me, yeah, bro. Yeah, and I know how to rehydrate. Yeah, I'm just good. Drink water, you good. idiot. Yeah. You dumb. Maybe no. have some Gatorade. I'm Beer. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was going against this guy who was like a guillotine like specialist, right? And I'm doing my thing. I'm taking him down, bang, slam him down. We're fighting, and in the end of the second round, I took him down. He hit me with a really tight guillotine, and I heard the bell, so I was just held out. But in the oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is like at the at this point in my life, actually, all my fights prior to being in the UFC is like you know I'm tan and Puerto Rican. Like yeah. white looks good on me. <laughs> white looks so good on. And, me. and did you? First of all, I love how grown men now we're all talking serious. Someone mentions a fart or pissing. We're like just giggling. Yeah. So wearing white, no, you like you legit saw some shit stains. Well, you it, know, you when you you zoom in, it, I I think at first it might look like sweat. Okay, you could probably I mean, pull it off. Yeah, yeah. You're brown, but there was probably I mean, no TV there, so it doesn't get. I know what the fuck. I know what it was. Oh. <laughs> All right. We'll get, let's you see. Watch professionalism. One up. So yeah. while you were in Asia, now, now did you fight <laughs> while you were talking about shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking about shit. When I was, I was just in Singapore and I got so sick on food poisoning, which I did. You know how they have what's them called in their food, right? What? They is it Chinese food is supposed to have uh, what's that? In? MSG. Yeah. Oh, I got sick in a few countries. I travel a lot. I got really sick in Malaysia. I was in Malaysia. I got so sick. Let's Two- talk about that. All right, let's go. It was 2.30 in the morning. Do you I mean, know what sh- you ate? It was some street food in Malaysia. Now, the thing is, is they say that when you don't feel good, the one thing you don't want to eat is probably what made you sick. Obviously. You want to know the sickest oh, I've ever shit. been in my life? I'll tell you one right now. All right. I'm ready. It's, it's not going to one-up your story. It's just really, really bad diarrhea. I'm coming home from two and a half weeks in Asia. Okay. And I'm in Myanmar. Okay? And I have a 12-hour layover in Qatar. I'm sorry. I have a 20-hour layover in Qatar. 20 Hours. Yeah, yeah, but because I'll tell you why I do it. So I in Myanmar because he's a cheap fuck. In me yeah. in Myanmar, <laughs> listen in Myanmar. I'm in the airport and I'm like I'm looking around. Two and a half weeks of Asian food. I'm like, you know what? Let me grab a Subway sandwich. Subway sandwich. I throw it in my school bag. I got like an eight hour flight to Qatar. Twenty hour layover. So now I'm gonna go see the country. I leave the sandwich in my uh, hotel room because now when, you know in the morning maybe. I ate that. But what happened was I didn't remember. I never forgot. I never plugged in the uh, refrigerator in my hotel. <sighs> So the cheese, the mayo, it goes bad. I'm on the flight. I'm eating. I'm like, oh, the sweating. That the fact that the flight attendant walked over, she goes, Sarah, you, uh, your stomach's that bad? They actually, no, they did. They moved me in the back. They kicked them off the flight. And she was like, this really, really, I flew Qatar Air and like this really pretty, um, I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. And she's like, Sarah, look at you. I'm like sweating through my thing. They're like hydrating me. And I go to the bathroom and I'm like, and I'm in the bathroom and I'm, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm like, God, just don't let anyone like be outside the bathroom. And I come out and the there's like, no, there's like, yeah, there's four chicks outside. I'm like, and they look at me like, 
Yeah, that, that was my she's me like, and my shit like, story. Here's, don't here's use your that number. Bedroom. Use yeah. your number back. I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you couldn't let it match because you're in the air. Well, I didn't want. I didn't want to get arrested. I didn't want to get arrested <laughs> right, and right. be in a Qatari in jail because I had diarrhea. So uh, wait, where were you in Asia? So now we know what the shit stories. Where were you in Asia? So we went to Kuwait. Oh, sa- same trip. Yes, we okay. went to Kuwait, um, and then from there we went to Al Assad in Iraq, and then from there we went to. Um, is it Qatar? No, I'm drawing a bl- I'm drawing a blank. But it was all just a promotional. Uh, yeah, we we do a clinic. Oh, per, like we a, did a clinic per. Oh, that sounds a huge air base. Yeah, when you flew in there, it's like a huge, huge. Yeah, and um, it it was it was really cool. I liked going from Kuwait to Al Assad. Is so we rolled into Al Assad, and uh, well, Kuwait. When you were in Kuwait, it's all brand new. Everything's. Yeah, well, Kuwait we were, looks beautiful. We were, we, were, we were pretty much at an air base, you know. Um, oh, what was it? Al Al Sam, salami or uh, they all sound the same. I, I don't know. think salami was, but yeah. okay. So you're, uh, <laughs> but we we flew at night in a, in a C one thirty to Al Assad, and we pull in, and, and they're like, you know, we kind of flew at night just because it's safer. You know, these planes are slow. We just know, you know, they won't be able to see us as well. I'm like, oh. Great. Yeah. Now no, you no, tell no. me. Hang on. No. So I'm like, oh, so we're in the shit, huh? <laughs> and like, you know, the the battle, the, you know, the, the battle's like about 40 kilometers that way. I'm like, oh, so we're pretty close to this shit. So I'm like, should I start sticking the walls? Like, I got I got face paint on. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Everybody else. If my country needs me. Yes, I'm here for yes, them. Yes, yes. I, I just need a gun. Then the mortar started landing. Well, no, hang on. So everywhere there's like these little like, there'd be like two concrete slabs, two concrete slabs on the other side, two concrete slabs over top, and then a concrete slab in front of both ends. So if shit hit the fan, you were to go into these like, these little barriers just so, you know, you don't, you don't get crushed by like shrap metal and stuff like that, you know? And the thing, here's the funny thing is that we're getting there, I'm seeing them everywhere, you know, I'm like, what is that? And then they tell me, I'm like, so let's say shit hit the fan. I was here and I didn't ask that question. I wouldn't know to go in there. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing to me here? You they know, don't like those, uh, those flight pieces. Like, I when mean, you get a passenger plane. In, in my head, like, you know, when you get on an airplane, the airplane is not going to crash, but they tell you if it fucking crashes, what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm good. I play Call of Duty, so I'm good. I do. I'm a, U- I'm a professional UFC fighter, but guys, I'm good because I play Call of Duty. Head, I head do. Shots. Hang head on, shots. dude. I would see, like, because one of the things that I think is cool about me, but it's not my own thing, is, like, I hang out with Ryan the Flair and my jiu-jitsu coach Greg Pasquale a lot, and they just, like, one of their things is making people uncomfortable. So, like, I would go up to a troop, like, what gun you got there? Like M4. I'm like, I see you got a grenade launcher under that. Like yes. I'm like can I shoot it? And like the the guy knows. He's just like a general guy. He knows. Like I'm like entertainment. Like he's like, um, uh, like I'm not supposed to let you shoot. I'm like, so what does that mean? Yeah, is can that I, a yes or no? Yeah. Can I shoot it? Like 
No. Like, all right, you're a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> the guy, then, the, then the guy feels like, you know. Well, I just shoot it quick. Yeah, don't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't make any, any noise. Yeah, don't yeah. hit any fucking camels. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, hang on. That was my whole trip thought. So, so when people were like, oh, man, you went over there. Like, it must have sucked. How long were like, you there for now? You were. We were for nine days, you know. And I, I turned lemons in the, in the lemonade. That's my thing, dog. You, you know, suck so, lemon juice, right? Yeah, so, you Guinness Book of World Record. Guinness Book of World Record holder. So I, you know, I, I was talking to a commander. Hey, man, like our flight got delayed. Because the thing is, like, to fly from one station to another is like, all right, like, so your flight might be at 11 a.m. or it might be at 2 a.m. Like, that's a humongous gap. Like, what do you mean? It might be like, how is that? But I guess in the military, it's I mean it's priority, you know. So like we got laid over like four hours. So I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna sit here and look at sand all day. Just drink. So there was a commander. You can't. Those are dry countries. Oh, yeah, all those countries man. you can't drink when, when, yeah, when you're in Qatar. Dennis, we can't bring him anywhere. When you're in the like Qatar, and you can't drink. No, we used to have yeah. contractors smuggle oh. us in liquor. That's the way we drink. Really? This is very true. I, I did yeah. meet some Green Berets, and we got after it. Yeah, I mean, we all had liquor, but it was like fucking hush hush. You People were, like, you did you shoot dead. any guns? I'm like, I shot a Glock so, <laughs> inside their house so, with a silencer on it. So, so obviously, the military guys are fans. While traveling the country fighting, who are the craziest, most passionate fans you come encounter with? It's it's all. I mean, they're all from Texas usually. They're just so into the UFC. Yeah, big time. Yeah, dude, everybody in Texas is a fucking veteran. Yeah. They like to kill things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you lose three fights in a row, unfortunately, right? Ranking-wise, are you going to be up for next fight? Are you coming up for a fight soon or what? Because um, you just fought, what, last month? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've got a bad taste in my mouth, you know? Um, from, the, from the last decision? I mean, the last two decisions, you okay. know? Um, I mean, you look at both the guys' face. I mean, it's weird. I don't know how you judge. As a fighter... In the UFC, I don't know what they're judging on. Like, that guy's face looks... Like, I look like I look now in, in half the fights. You know, and, and, and you know, the guy got one takedown or two takedowns, but didn't do anything. With, I, just, I just don't know what the requisite... Like, what, what, what makes you win a fight if it goes to decision? When you're ahead, do you think takedowns? Do you think they give too much credit to takedowns? Uh, I mean, I see some fights where a guy takes it down one fucking time, he wins a round. It's like the dude is beating your ass and you know punching the face a right. hundred times. You take him down one time, oh, he got the round. I don't know. I, I never <sighs> agreed with that. Well, I mean, they they say it's based off of aggressiveness, control. They go off of striking, and then like. I, I mean, I guess that's it. I mean, in my head. I mean, so, like, control could be from taking someone down, holding them down, to putting them on the cage and holding them on the cage. Those are two types of control. Aggressiveness is, like, holding the center and engaging. Um, I mean, a takedown's a takedown. And then a strike is a strike. Like, whether you li- – I, my last fight, I beat the guy in every aspect of the fight except for the takedowns. Now, I don't know if because I'm, like, the highest – guy with the most takedowns in, in my division that if because he got more takedowns than me I'm like well he must have won I I just don't know how important are the rankings because you what was your highest ranking I was ranked as high as six the ranking is very very important <sighs> I mean who, the, who the, rank, the ranking like when I first got in the UFC rankings weren't they didn't even exist right 
and now they're a thing. But the thing is, is like it, they were better off not having rankings because now you'll see like number nine fighting for a title. You're like, whoa, what happened to eight, seven, yeah, why is six, number three five, fighting for the four, title right three, now? two? One, like what happened to those guys? A lot you of times know? it has to do with, with timing too. Because if you fight, you've ranked number five. Well, the, the champion has to defend his title, and they no. find somebody to for him to fight. And it just might be that the number nine one is ready for a fight. Hang on, and so you said not- number two, but then all those other guys, dude. We're all like, when it comes to like fighting for a belt, oh, I'm sure everyone's up for it. Like we're hang on, and Algeria will say this. I mean, any fight you were talking about, they're usually. Hurt in some shape or form. Well, that's exactly what Algeri said. Algeri was like, fight. "Yeah, Algeri's like, I win the title." He's like, "I was hurting, but I'm I'm getting to fight Manny Pacquiao. I don't care if I had one arm. I'm fighting Manny. I'm not missing the Manny Pacquiao fight." He's not. He's not wrong. But I what's mean, going on with like kind of the uh, kind of McGregor like holding the division for a whole year? I now mean. he's in the, he's in this his own ballpark, yeah. and then he goes on interviews and nails them like so. People are saying that, you know, you fight whenever you want. He's like, yeah, they're right. <laughs> like, when you produce for $40 million, like... Well, obviously, there's favorites. And then you, and you sit there and you go, like, is he, is he makes hurt? sense. <laughs> is, he, is he hurt in the sport? He's bringing recognition to it. Because there's people who have no idea about UFC. They know Conor McGregor. But is he hurting the sport in the maybe the fighting aspect? Of it? Is it becoming more entertainment value now? Well, somebody I forget who said it, but he's not a fighter. He's a, he's he's not like a he's not a title holder. He's a an exhibition fighter. I, yeah, I, thought, about, to, it, I it, thought about like he never has to fight ever again. Hang yeah. on, hang on. He is an exhibition fighter. He fights who he wants, when he wants, for what belt he wants. Because right? he gets the matchups that he wants. You know, like if what, you fight a guy now, like you, now on you're the same, take him down, right? on the I mean, same, yeah, one million percent. On the same token. I'm not gonna take away from the man that he did deserve it. He did what it took to deserve it. I, I mean, he talks a lot of shit, but he talks he shit, backs but it he up. backed it up. He backs it up. I mean, the man held two belts at one point. Like, all right, you got to give a little bit. Oh, he's definitely a good fighter, but I'm yes. saying, you know, yes. obviously, but there's there's a lot of guys that have bad taste in their mouth because they're sitting there waiting for the belt and they can't get the belt. Because yes, yes, I remember because no because at that time when he had the 145 pound belt, I think I. You know, I was like, I had seven wins with one loss, and I was like, man, I could give it a shot. I'm right there, you know. But this dude is, you know, twiddle his thumbs, and you know. Well, when you get a hundred million dollars for his fight against Floyd Mayweather, how is Dana White gonna yeah, com- co- compete with a salary like that? He's gonna hold the UFC basically at, for ransom. I, I don't know how you're gonna like me, get like, him back in the ring. At I, I told you, Nance, I'm not a UFC guy. It's one sport I don't watch. But when McGregor fights, I actually want him to lose. I don't like the whole gimmick yeah, aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, but you know what? He's doing his job because he's going to have... Whether you want him to win or want him to lose, you're, you're still watching. Exactly. Mike, you're paying for that pay-per-view that you never pay for. So. Well, I'm not. No, I will not pay for that pay-per-view. I try to <sighs> go stream it off someone else's thing. Unless Dennis Bermuda's is fighting, then I'm going to fight for it. Biggest, biggest question, Dennis. I like. <laughs> Dennis, biggest question. You're, you're fighting like any UFC match whatsoever, right? Look at me. Any, any UFC match, like, you know... Whatsoever you're walking, what's the feeling that you feel like when you're in the locker room? You're like, "Fuck, I've trained forever. I know I'm a good fighter, but I'm still going out there. I'm fighting the best. I'm on TV. There's thousands of people watching me. If I fuck up, everybody's gonna see it. If I lose, I'm gonna be like, how am I gonna take that back? I can't. I can't lie and say, oh, it was a bad night. Everybody sees every move you yeah, make. So like, yeah. what goes through your head? You're gonna like this. It's like, why the fuck don't I work a nine to five? <laughs> <laughs> That's every time you fight. No, 
I mean, not every. I mean, I mean, it's definitely going through my mind. Like, man, why don't I just fucking just listen to somebody tell me what to do? Like, I show up every day. I could be fucking hungover. I could be whatever, and I'll still be able to do my job. Like with my job now, if I'm hungover, I'm getting fucked. Oh. You might die in the ring. Well, no, I'm, hang on. I'm talking about training. Oh. I'm not even talking about the real fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about training. Like, if I show up to practice fucking hungover, like, yeah. it's going to be bad. I mean, I don't have to go, but, I don't you know. Yeah, it's, it's, you like, get calls like, yo, where were you? You fucking, you pussy. Like, uh. How does it, do they give you a call now? Hey, bro, you, you have an option to fight X on this date. How does the next call go? It kind of goes, you know, everybody kind of has an agent, you know, and, you know, you reach out to your agent like, hey. I'm thinking this time. What are you thinking? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they reach out to the UFC. Hey, we're thinking this time. What are you thinking? And it gets you know relayed back. Now for your next fight, obviously you're trying to you're trying to pair yourself up with someone that you have obviously better chances. But you're not going to go against a guy that's complete opposite of you, or are you? I don't know. I mean, you want to you definitely want the W next time. So yeah, you go against another sure. wrestler or a guy that's strictly stand up. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I think I don't. You know, like. Uh, in my head, I, I set a, a floor for my career, and that was going to be July of 2019, being 10 solid years of fighting before I move on, mm-hmm. you know? I may, I may hit that floor and be like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm peaked. Like, let's keep it moving and, and push forward. How old are you now? 31. So you're kind of reaching that point. What do you, uh, what do you think you're actually going to do when you reach that point in in 2019 um i've got some different friends that have different options open for me um i put out this this like uh kind of image of myself that i'm like not the brightest crayon but i'm very i'm on point with with my with my stuff you know so like sometimes i'll be at my gym and they'll be having a gym meeting and they'll shut the door and i'll Dennis, like, what do you want? Like, can I sit in on this meeting? Like, yeah, sure. You know, I sit there and I listen to them and I, I watch it and I'm like, I'll throw out ideas and then they'll look at me like, that's, okay. that's a really good idea, you know? So, I mean, I've, I've got very, you know, I, I write things down. I'm, 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 I'm not this stereotypical, like, bullhead, yeah. you know? Macho guy. All right, we got five minutes left. I'm gonna hit you with five quick questions, mm-hmm. and Danny and Eddie are gonna hit you with UFC questions. You ready? Mm-hmm. Deal. Coolest person in your phone that if you were at a bar and you want to impress, you text them. Who texts you back right away? Coolest person that would impress me. I would like to think uh, Joey Benavides. You text him right now. He would text you right back. I think so. <clears throat> I see. I would text Steve Blackman. Oh, he was. Guys, Steve Blackman's a heavy name. <laughs> he was. All right, so you lost that out. Okay, you lost ah, that out. Steve with that. <laughs> Steve, and Steve, like, when you're fighting. Like, <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh. What does 31-year-old Dennis Bermudez say to 19-year-old Dennis Bermudez? One piece of advice. Read. Wear a con. Read books. <laughs> oh, oh, Get a maternity oh, test. Oh, 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 I'm not giving you answers. I'm going to ask Eddie. You guys are crushing my answers for me. Oh. I know you have a girlfriend, so this okay. does not apply to you. But does every UFC fighter have groupies? 
Only the guys with belts, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So if I join UFC, it wouldn't make it. All right. So now I know. Hang now on. <laughs> in my, hang on. In my head, I'm like, I'll know I really made it. The girl's like, dude, I just want to bang you. That's never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Except Not- that model girl. That model girl. He knew her, though, from the time he Oh, yeah, yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah. All right. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> Beyond, I like to think I'm be honest I'm like, now. What what, are, what division you fight in? 145. Tell the truth. You're watching a fight. 145 okay. guy who's ranked higher than you. Ugh. Deep down, you're rooting against him hard? Well, he's obviously fighting another 145 guy. You're rooting for the underdog to win. You want the favorite to You hate a lot? I don't hate within the sport that hard. I hate, like, I'll be driving down the road and, like, some kid that definitely looks younger than me is in a Corvette. I'm in my fucking, I'm like, you see that? See, that wouldn't bother me. You pussy. That's Mike, your Mike, dad Mike, bought you. Yeah, but Mike doesn't have a car. Yeah, I don't even have a car. So your dad doesn't bother you. Your you dad bought you that car. <laughs> I don't even know how he has a license. You can't drive. Kick. Hang on. If you got that car right now, kick your ass. Okay. My last question to UFC. <laughs> Did I answer that last one? Yeah, I, don't, I guess so. You, you don't like guys in Corvettes. You really kind of. You haven't answered any of my five say, quick say questions. Say it again. <laughs> say it again. Say that last one again. Do I'm you hate? Good. Do you hate against people in your own division? No, the, the, the whole no, question. I'm at, no, at this. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Because it, it is what it is. Besides video games, one thing no one knows about Dennis Bermudez that people be impressed. I know what you disclosed earlier I mean, was pretty intense, but besides I mean, that, I pooped myself one time in a fight. I'm yes. against Pagora Records. You said I play video games. <sighs> Can you? I don't. Push me in a direction. I don't know. Right, if I won a million dollars, I would. I would. I would stop fighting. I would just do YouTube. If that makes any. If that means. <laughs> Why well, haven't you been doing YouTube stuff? Um, here's a real honest. I don't have an editor. I don't have a guy editing my videos. Oh, you got to get a girlfriend. My girlfriend. She like she'll edit this. It's gonna sound so professional. When we finish up. Oh, dude, I give her the same. And she's smoking hot. Oh yeah, she's beautiful. She's oh. so out of my league. This beautiful Filipino oh. girl, so out of my league. But dude, I handed this, and she's like, "What was this? Ready for this? She edits. Yeah, babe, you hear this? <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, oh yeah, she'll listen to it. <laughs> All right, you guys want want to finish up with the great Dennis Bermudez? All right, um, if you had a, if you could choose who you any fighter in your division right now, who would you who would you want to fight? Any of my last two fights. I really want to. I really want to like let those guys know that you re- like. Maybe I was holding back one inch. Like I'll literally crush you, and you know that. Is that is that realistically a a possibility? No. I mean, I would like it to, but I mean, there was no belt at stake. There's no. I right. mean, we're just we're just talking about you know a couple spaces in the division. It's not. Is it gonna sell? Probably not. You know, what I mean, it doesn't make sense for the company. I mean. In my head, I've thought about reaching out to him, like, and especially Andre Phil. I'm like, yo, you little bitch. Like, you know you didn't learn that fight. Let's run it back. He might respond. He might respond back like, might nah. Tweet him. And then we can. And then we where can, does this guy live? California. I'm not flying out to California. <laughs> I don't have that kind of funds. Yeah. I can't fly <laughs> out there. I'm with you. I get it. <laughs> we'll call him on the hey, phone. I thought about starting my own podcast. Why don't, first of all, here's my thing. Let's, I'm going to end with this. Why wouldn't you? So I started this podcast a couple of years ago. Okay. I got very lucky because I one of my friends is in the NFL. He's like, oh, I'll get you some guests. Now I just hit up anybody, and here's how it works. When you leave now, you have a good time. You're going to hang out after this. You're going to meet Jackie Martling and Jim Florentine, Chad Zumak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackie's actually here. I didn't even know he was here. <laughs> like, now you're going to get me a guest next. Why don't you? you For sure. Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying why don't you just do that? You have so many avenues. You have so many people who will come on and call in. It's like. 
a fun thing to do. Advertise. Why wouldn't you get on that? You're a funny dude. You hold conversation. I need. I need. I need your girlfriend. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm not yeah. gonna really oh. give it you to her. She's she's kind of cool. I'm not gonna want to give. It. She'll be here in a little while. You can meet her. I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> Very nice. I'm <laughs> I like her. Dennis I like, I like her. <laughs> Dennis Mews, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Pleasure, my friend. Thank you.